open? Yeah. Yeah, so we're waiting on Steven Montenegro. Oh, you're to actually starting. Okay, yeah. good. Steven had to make a Rollades run. Yeah. Classic roll run. <coughs> roll. Hmm. What? Try to connect it to Rick rolling somehow, but it didn't work out. Also, so, speaking of things that didn't work out, <laughs> making any of this entertaining while we waited for... No, that was super fun. <laughs> good, I finished chewing on the microphone then. All right, yeah. good. So people know I actually did it. Yeah, so you improve. I'm right. authentic AF. Yeah. Authenticity, that's our game. Yeah. Because we're authentic A-fuck. Yeah. Right. That stands for authentic... Authentic fuck, right? Yeah. We're authentic, authentic fuck. Yeah. yeah. Double authenticity. Right. You're so authentic, you have to mention it two times. Yes. It's, but you it's, don't want to be, you're also humble step. about it, so you don't you don't want to say it two times. Right. Yeah, it's two-step verification for yeah. our fuck. Yeah. <laughs> right. Are you a robot? No. I shortened what? authentic to A the second time. Oh. That's how you know you're not a robot. Oh. How could a robot possibly shorten a word? Yeah, that's true. A robot, yeah. a robot would be like, why wouldn't I just say the words and people know what I mean? We're writing a hell of a club banger here, too. Yeah, we are. Right. What? Two-step verification for our fuck. <laughs> now, before we sleep together, click all of the pictures that have signs in them. Yeah. Cook that storefront. <laughs> what? what? I don't. I don't understand why they like. There's only two versions of that authentication uh, thing. It's click all the photos that have a storefront and click all the photos that have a sign. Is that a, a, thing? a road sign? You've never yeah. had to do that before. No, Dan. When was the last time you signed up for a login on a website? A long time. Yeah. What's wrong? You're with stagnating, you? Dan. What yeah. are you doing? Are you just spending all your time on? The Facebook, it's going away, don't you know? And if you don't and if you don't jump on these things early, you're gonna be stuck with underscores in your username again. <laughs> Why did you suddenly turn into like a weird <laughs> like music man style con man? I definitely The Facebook's going away, don't you know? <laughs> I definitely like as soon as I hear about a new like social platform or something that could possibly become a thing. Yeah. I never adapt it or use it, but I definitely sign up immediately to claim that username. <laughs> Which username? Steven Montenegro. Oh, I thought it was like Big Balls Dickhead. Yeah, Big Balls Dickhead. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. And then The uh, simplest of usernames. Yeah, exactly. Like everyone's gonna go for that one. I can't wait until you uh until folks allow you to start putting standard uh, the standard set of emoji emojis into usernames and passwords. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be wars for that poop. Yep. <laughs> I don't understand why people love that smiling poop so much. I, I mean, I guess it's poop and it's smiling. Like, I mean, I I get it in a sense in that, like, you know, you're sending your friend poop. <laughs> you guys. What? Uh, so on Friday... Okay. Everyone in my office. Friday being... I'm sorry. Yes. St. Patty's Day? Yesterday, yes. Dating the show. St. Patrick's yeah, Day. Yeah, I mean, it's St. Patrick's Day hangover cast. This has nothing to do with None St. of us are hungover, Day. but... No. I mean, I had a few... I want people to have context. Like, when you say the outrageous thing you're about to say, yes. they have to know what state the world was yeah. in at the time. Yeah, because that's not going to be an authentic, authentic fuck if you don't tell people. That's true. Okay. You guys, Friday... Soon after, a Hawaiian judge <laughs> issued 
a statement uh-huh. blocking the revised travel ban. Please tell me this has <laughs> this has something to do with this story. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mike just said we had to be double A. Yeah. Let's be double A. <laughs> The the gold standard for quality. Double A always says this is the highest level. Uh, anyway. So right after the revised travel ban was blocked yeah. for a third time. Uh, they just can't catch a break on that. They can't catch a break on their unconstitutional racism. <laughs> it's a real bummer for them, man. Yeah, it's You're fun. just trying to go about your business, be a white supremacist. Yeah. And judges are like, hey, we have laws against that, and you're like, fake judge. But then, like, there's a law anyways. Yeah, like, I am I would say that they must feel bad, but, like, I just assume that uh, Steve Bannon is just slowly rotting from the inside all the time. So, like, I think I think it's I think it's burning the candle at both ends. I think he's rotting both from the inside yeah. and the outside. <laughs> right. So I'm Who just are th- these activist judges that America has spoken, and it has spoken that we want to allow Donald Trump to completely deny what he has clearly said in the past. And these are the only people that are forcing him to remember that he has said terrible things. And fake news. Don't forget fake news. And fake news. Fake news, uh... I don't have anything to but add. But you know what? And, and, all, and all of us that carry the scars of his hate in our heart. But let's just take a moment to applaud the president for standing up to the German machine... That we have all feared for the last century (laughs) as they continue their uh, unstoppable juggernaut war machine, you know, by keeping the EU (laughs) semi-functional. Their their Bundesmannschaft. (laughs) That just means national team, I think. Oh, good. (laughs) So we've done enough to completely make you forget what you were about to say, right? You were at work yesterday, St. Paddy's Day. Yes. Uh, so our ju- our office just got little little mementos as a reminder of our new initiative, Zobbizdok. <laughs> oh, synergies. Yeah. So basically, we got like a weird little uh, what's the word? Chachki. Knickknack. Knickknack. Chachki also. Bayo. What? Nothing. Keep oh. going. Oof. Crap. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got a crap. Yeah, but then my boss was, was it sh- smiling? No. Was it a smiling crap? No. Oh well then. But strap in. Oh, my boss was looking at the catalog. Will do. In which these little things were ordered from, uh, and one of the things you could get was from like, which these little things were ordered. But oh, go ahead, whatever. Language is a constantly evolving thing. Yeah. You can't lock it down. Yeah. What are you, Angela Merkel? Yeah. Keeping the purity of whatever. Nope. This is about to get creepy. <laughs> Thank God the president refused to touch her hand. Right. Mm. Because then she could control his thoughts. That's how the Fourth Reich rises. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I always assumed it would have something to do with Donald Trump. Angela Merkel is like the X-Man rogue, and that if she makes contact with the skin of another person, she te- takes their energy and powers. Can you imagine how unstoppable she would be if she took the powers of Donald J. Trump? The raw power. The raw power. Of Donald Janelle Trump. Imagine. imagine <laughs> I assume that's his middle imagine name. Imagine how unstoppable she would be if she had the ability to take literally anything personally and completely ignore the dignity of the office in which she holds and express her resentment towards those people. Are you suggesting that that's what our uh, great and glorious leader does? Uh, I mean, 
Maybe that's non-canonical now. Maybe that was an alternative universe, a what-if story. Alternative facts, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so the catalog also sold smiling poop emojis. Uh, and I just could not imagine, like... I said, Oh, this, I'm glad I strapped in for this. Yeah. Uh, but, like, so, like, I'm just trying to understand what scenario, like, would that be a good idea? Like, hey, business, you should get all of your employees this little piece of poop. <laughs> yeah, here at, here at our tech startup, we're taking the word shitty back. It now means good. Right. Shitty job, buddy. Yeah. Like, Here's some crap. Like, that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, what PowerPoint presentation cover page would lead you to give everyone a plush poop at the end of your presentation. They're, in business, they're not called PowerPoints. They're called decks. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, you don't say PowerPoint presentation. You say my deck. But then it, how will I... How I disti- how I distinguish between my, oh my business God. life and this? my after hours Yu Gi Oh battle tournament <laughs> life? <laughs> I think I think there's only one real option: start a start a Yu Gi Oh battle tournament business. Yeah, or uh, have a uh, corporate presentation. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I don't understand why you would ever want to give poop to your employees. Right. Uh, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, why is that an option? <laughs> well, margin accounting is going to think this is fun. <laughs> oh, it's like a little poop. That was margin accounting. I don't know if that was clear. I'm the irreverent one. <laughs> I made cookies. Yeah. I had a coworker guy who was... Uh, really? Found, he had found a bunch of oh. Dilbert mints. Um, what? I'm sorry. What? They're like, <laughs> yeah, you, that requires more context. <laughs> You're just saying Dilbert mints. We like need that's to, a common we need thing. A a fuck here. They're like mints, like in tins that have Dilbert stuff on them. Gotcha. Oh, so the mints aren't even Dilbert shaped at all. Not from what I recall. I assume they're white. I guess they might have been. I they might have been like dogberts and yeah. catberts. And I was gonna say, so they'd have to be dogberts. Yeah. Right. I mean, even if they dogs weren't. are mints, cats are fruit candies. <laughs> Yeah, everybody knows everybody that, knows Mike. That. You could just claim that they were Dogbert mints, even if they were just circles. That's true. That's, that's a good point. Anyways, he found the Dilbert mints. So he's like, they're Dilbert mints that are like, you know, doing funny office things. Uh, what kind of funny office things? They're like, uh, they have like a character from Dilbert, and yeah. they have some word uh-huh. like that like, you know, encapsulates that character's, I don't know, office-oriented humor <laughs> so like a lot of them it really had... speaks to me that comic yes <laughs> i also am spoken to by that comic but, so like t- he's giving them away to people with like reasons behind what word they got or whatever oh, boy. maybe he wasn't giving reasons and but in any case the one that i got was like <laughs> the like uh there's like a bald tech guy who yeah. works with Dilbert. Yeah, who, we're all familiar with the cast of Dilbert, Mike. <laughs> Basically, his entire thing is uh, cleverly Dilbert's, avoiding work. Dilbert's rogues gallery, if you will. Yes, yeah, exactly. And so, it, I so I got the one that was basically about how how much, you're a bad employee, how much you hey procrastination or like something about like pushing projects back. Yeah, and it's like this can't be like a complimentary good thing Wait, right? was it was it your boss or was it just a coworker um cuz if it's a coworker i think that coworker admires you oh it's a little razzin it's like an yeah like a little i think like i would say he's just jealous double a razz i'm Jerry. from accounting again <laughs> 
Oh, the mints have the Dilbert characters on them. That's fun. Yeah, it was, uh, but if it's your boss, wait. Are you not clear? You're definitely fired. <laughs> are you not clear what position this person holds in your company? No, I mean, well, it is a confusing situation. Sure, but like, you're not clear if they have authority over you or no, not. No, I'm definitely clear that he doesn't. Okay. Yeah, so he just admires you, but or is possibly. Oh, you're oh, you're there we go. Oh, it's a little theme song. Yeah. That's cute. Did you notice how I put the finder window over that track so you couldn't tell it was coming? Oh, we never know. That's what that was for. Yeah. A peek behind the curtain during the theme song. Me, 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 me. Well, I mean, we got a theme song going on. Like the listener already has something to enjoy. We can just talk amongst ourselves during the theme song, tell a bunch of secrets. Oh, secrets. Yeah, it's like. Oh, but now the theme song's over. Hello and welcome to How Could the Show Be Bad? Hi. Thank you. You're welcome. Steve yeah. Montenegro, co-host. Yeah. Co-host Dan Linden. Hi, 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 hi. And I'm your host, Mike. Great. Linda. Okay. Mike. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Mike, I didn't realize there was little, more to that. You have a little errant thread on your sweater. I'm going to pick it off. Please don't. You're not going to be able to pick it off. You're going to pull the thread more. No, I don't think it's, it's not a, errant. Oh, it's connected. Oh, it's I'm not. aware of the thread. I just don't know what to do with it. You cut it. You snip. I don't know. I'll this, get. I'll this get you. Seems a, like this. I'll look, get you a snip. Yeah. Look, I'm aware that you cut threads <laughs> in general. This thread that, just like, seems you, like. Do I you don't just know. mean? Do you just mean me specifically? Yes. That's I'm like aware. Part of my deal. <laughs> I'm aware that you're obsessive. You're an obsessive thread cutter. Double A snips. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's just something about Why this that, thread. Why do you I think just, that's so crucial? I just feel like as soon as I cut it, uh-huh. like it's just going to start widening. It into speaks a... to him the same way Dilbert speaks to us, Dan. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> it's not healthy. He right. clearly has some mental health issues. Yeah. No. <laughs> what Dilbert? The, Dilbert what, is... what does the thread tell you to do, Mike? Well, Mike. I mean, basically just hang out. Hey, let's... <laughs> Well, no wonder you're you got the lazy employee mint. <laughs> yeah, you've got that thread telling you like, hey, just push back that project. There's a solution to this. Snip. Well, I was thinking like dangerous psychotropic drugs, but oh, you know. no. sure. But you could just cut the thread too. I don't know. Start I feel killing like your baby. It's just gonna start a widening Guys, hole. I have. <clears throat> <laughs> I have throat issues. That seemed important. <laughs> Were you announcing that you have throat cancer? No, I that did not. I was not expecting that sudden blockage. <clears throat> I just realized I have no idea how much time we've done now that that finder window is. Yeah, no. The, this is a you now. Can't this is an move awkward window. Look or is the it going to break it? Is it going to break it if you move that window? Ooh, this boy. is now an awkward look it. behind the curtain because okay, we're talking about it in in non theme song form. Yeah. That's oh right. no. This is you, public knowledge now. You had maybe I'll, maybe I'll just go in after the fact and add a little bit of theme song over that. Yeah, do that. <laughs> just a sprinkle of theme song. <laughs> You had news, Dan? I Not news. I had a celebrity sighting Whoa! to announce. Was it me? No. Oh. I made brief, awkward eye contact while walking through the first class cabin of a plane with beloved comedian Eddie Pepitone last <laughs> week. Why did you make eye contact with Eddie Pepitone? It wasn't on purpose. It was me. Okay. What it was the reason it was accidental is because it was me doing a double take and silently saying, "Is that Eddie Pepitone?" <laughs> and Eddie Pepitone sitting there going, "Oh fuck! One person on every plane always knows who Eddie Pepitone is." That's certainly. Please let this not be the one that wants to talk to me. Yeah, uh, In fairness to Dan making eye contact with him, I think 
there is no situation where you look into Eddie Pepitone's thoughts <laughs> and, oh, fuck, is not one of the <laughs> yeah. things being yeah. thought. That's basically what I was just going to suggest. <laughs> no had, one, also, no one makes eye contact with Eddie Pepitone on purpose. His response <laughs> seemed as, as, from what I know of Eddie Pepitone. You think he recognized you, too? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from what I know of Eddie Pepitone, based on his, uh, you know, completely... Uh, is that local improv Minneapolis <laughs> darling... Dan Linden? Is, uh, it couldn't hey, be. Hey, is that the Dan Linden that captions things for a day job? <laughs> I don't caption things. I tell people to caption things. <laughs> Boom. Snap. Well, oh. you're gonna get you're gonna get triangle hair boss. That's mint. why I was on a plane because I was traveling for business. First I'm class traveling for no, business? No. Just walking Certainly. through first class yes, traveling exactly. for business. Uh I was coming back from Burbank, California. Oh, that's the where, Los Angeles of Los Angeles County. Yes, because that's where the other offices of our company. Anyway, I was like, is that Eddie Pepitone? It was Eddie Pepitone. We made brief eye contact. He immediately pretended to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does that mean that Eddie Pepitone is in town? No, because this flight was to Phoenix, so I have no oh. idea where he was. I don't know where does he was. Does that mean Eddie Pepitone's in Phoenix? This was a week ago, and he might have gone somewhere else after that. I imagine that Eddie Pepitone would would not be able to resist the charms and allures of Phoenix what and just stay there forever. What upsets me is, like, it was a small ah, plane. It was a small plane, and Burbank is a small airport. Oh, which, you're flying out of the Burbank airport. Yeah. yeah. Which means that, like, that entire time I was sitting there drinking a cup of tea, Eddie Pepitone was probably nearby looking uncomfortable, and that could have kept me entertained for, like, an hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, that you were on the worst flight out of the Burbank airport. One, you... Clearly, because you were going to Phoenix. Uh-huh. But two, uh, but two, that's like that's the airport where you always see famous people, and you got Eddie Pepitone. <laughs> I appreciated it. I like to know he's a real guy out there, yeah. yelling, yelling about. Yeah, you know, it's not a construct. No. Yeah, you, the problem with Eddie Pepitone is that he's all branding and marketing, right? <laughs> he's just some slick creation. Thrown together by Madison Avenue yeah. to sell us curmudgeoning. Yeah, those are my fears as well. As well, but I can confirm now that he is double A fuck. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad a, to know that man rides on an aeroplane. I always thought that he had like, but in first class. Well, sure, on a flight from Burbank to Phoenix. Hey, man, I'd take it. Can't even. You don't even have time to go to sleep on that flight. It looked comfortable. He had time. Dan just said he went straight to sleep. I'm pretty sure Dan said he pretended to go to sleep. Dan's not in his brain. That's true. He How does Dan know? Maybe that is actually a problem with Eddie Pepitone is if he makes eye contact with someone, he, he just immediately falls asleep. He's like one of those fainting goats. Yeah. Yeah. Or like some sort of magic snake from a heretofore unpublished Final Fantasy game. Yeah. Totally. That's any, my least favorite thing in any role-playing game battle scenario. Is the thing that fall asleep? No, the the enemies that have the enemies that have the ability to just make you sleep. Oh, sure. Like, like you're wailing on me with a sword. Either either I'm comatose or I'm awake. Right. It does seem like uh, once they put you to sleep, they should just be putting everyone else to sleep. Yeah. And then once everyone is asleep, then they can swallow you whole. Right. Like that, that makes sense. If you put someone to sleep, don't start attacking them. Get the other people who are not asleep. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's actually the point of the sleeping thing. Yeah, but it's not but the AI rarely uses it that way. I know. The like it just doesn't make sense to me. It, well, like, I mean 
Anyways, back to Eddie Pepitone. Combat logic kind of goes out the window when it is a turn-based <laughs> experience, right? No, it's a simulation <clears throat> for people's reflex and reaction time. All right. Or the character's reflex and reaction time. Sure. Not everything has to happen inside the Matrix, Dan. Fine. So after you put Eddie Pepitone to sleep. <laughs> yes. And he had to rummage in his bag for a Phoenix down. Oh, you're a Pepitone charger. Uh, charger. <laughs> you're a Pepitone <laughs> charmer. <laughs> yes. Anytime did, I see Eddie Pepitone, I go into a blind rage. And I, just, I, I was trying to say a, charmer, uh, but I like this. You go berserk <laughs> when you see Eddie Pepitone. Yeah, it's a problem. You know, because he's plastered on every billboard. Thanks to I those know. suits in Madison <laughs> Avenue. And it would be a problem from just like, just a horrible mismatch. Like, Eddie Pepitone is already the guy who's like ranting and railing. Like, if you go into a rage, then who's going to be there to balance? Yeah. And what if Angela Merkel touches one of you? Right? Oh, she'd be unstoppable. Yeah, she uh, f- She'd be angry AA fuck. <laughs> what? Wait. All right. Yeah, no, that made sense. Sure. Follow the logic back. Both of those A's also angries? Yes. Nice. Triple A fuck. (laughs) Oh, my God. We discovered triple A. There's a quality level above double A? No, 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 no. No. That's angry. That doesn't make it better. It just makes it angrier. Sure. I've never heard you say something that implied that anger did not make things better. Anger makes everything better. Okay. Angela Merkel is stronger than us. Damn it. (laughs) That's true. That's probably true. We were... For a fleeting moment there, we were a name that was synonymous with top quality. Yeah. yeah. And then Angela Merkel came along. Yep. I'm glad the president didn't touch her. I mean, when you put it like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I guess, guess, I guess I, when, I, when I put it like that, I'm, I'm super glad that the president didn't. I actually find it extremely dangerous that there's all of this media stuff about Oh, how could the president not touch that woman? This is giving him a terrible <laughs> mixed signal. That's a great point. We are that not really only normalizing point. his behavior, uh, yeah. but we're confusing the shit out of his doddering old anger mind. <laughs> That's true. He's like, oh, you want me to touch more women, huh? Ah, like twirling I'm Donald Trump. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Donald Trump is literally in my mind. Yes. Anytime I cannot see him on camera, yes. he is just acting out the final beat of the Dirty Vicar sketch. <laughs> He's just running around yelling, oh, I like tits, <laughs> like, and grabbing at things. Wow. So, Go get those complete Monty Python <laughs> collections, folks. It's a deep Monty Python reference <laughs> yeah. cut. Yeah. Cut reference. Reference. So did, so did you spend that uh, plane flight uh, trying to come up with wacky reasons to go up to first class and sneak your way in? No. You slip uh, one of the other first classes a laxative in their champagne so that they would go to the bathroom and you could take their place? I call it a champaxative. Nice. <laughs> That's very clever. Then what? Just saves time. And then you would you know, sit next to Eddie Pepitone and be like, hey, aren't we, uh, isn't it great? Eddie, aren't we up? a pair? <laughs> Let's read sonnets Let's to each other, Eddie Pepitone. Oh my God. Ah. In the incredibly unlikely scenario that I am ever sitting next to Eddie Pepitone on a plane, yeah. I'm just going to propose all sorts of group activities to him over and over and over. Eddie, let's read sonnets to each other. <laughs> Eddie, 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 let's do one of those acrostic poems where we take the first letter of our name and make words out of it. And, I would yeah. actually love to hear Eddie Pepitone interpret all of Shakespeare's sonnets. <laughs> like, that is an audiobook that I would purchase. I bet if you, like, just tweaked that into suggesting, hey, let's read sutras to each other, he'd be totally into it. What's a sutra? 
It's a like it's the Buddhism it's a, stuff. It's a Buddhist proverb. Okay. All right. religions can be translated into Christianity, <laughs> language-wise. Sure. That's sutra number one. Yep. Great. They're very understanding. <laughs> <laughs> We're very open-minded. Basically, you right. might as well just be this because you could be anything else you want. Oh, that is that is sutra number one. <laughs> you could be pretty much anything you want as long as you're also Buddhist and chill about it. So that's been my life lately. Being Buddhist and chill? No. You saw Eddie Pepitone. I saw Eddie Pepitone. I went to Burbank for a week for work. Oh, I can't wait to get off work tonight. Got plans. Just be Buddhist and chill. I learned in business travel. Okay. uh, When you go to just a different version of your own work. Oh, are you you about to do your classic uh, plain food bit right now? Yeah. Hey, guys, what about... Food on no. Uh, is that Eddie Pepitone I doing a classic classic airline food bit? I th- I don't know. I somehow <laughs> snuck the letter N into the word food there. Uh, the thing I learned, like that, I found most uncomfortable about business travel. Yeah, where you are just going into a different office but doing your same job. Uh huh. Is that like your routine is ultimately pretty similar, except for that crucial start of the day routine where you just, you know, grab food from your home and then eat it. Uh-huh. Whereas in this case, I had to wake up, see how long I had to go to work, and be like, oh shit, I have to find food now. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you forage I had to. I mean, yeah, I had to forage in a very, like, you don't, you don't, chill, urban, suburban Yeah, it is not urban. So yeah. did you just find some random person's house? Ooh, did you find a pie? <laughs> Uh, cooling, cooling on a windowsill. <laughs> you floated. You floated there through the power of smell alone. Yes. Oh, I just remembered though. The best part of my time in Burbank was when I was. Um, so I was at. A no one has ever said that sentence before. By the well, way, right? Exactly. This you'll see why this is the best because there's not much to it. So I was staying at the Holiday Inn. Uh, in what seemed to be, uh, basically just. A series of restaurants and dumb little stores. There's no continental breakfast available. There might have been. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. They have good continental breakfast at Holiday Inn Might have been one of those like waffle flip guys. Yeah. You could have got one of those waffle flip guys. It was a large hotel. I would have had to have found that part of the hotel. <laughs> anyway, the point is good room service. Bring <sighs> me that waffle flipper. Work will pay for it. <laughs> Work would have paid for it. That is true. What? What are you doing? You had room, you could have had room service the whole time. Yes, and you're but complaining there was... about you're complaining about driving to the Cheesecake Factory for their. I'm not complaining <laughs> about driving. I didn't drive. That's what I'm saying. There were wonderful restaurants in a walking distance of the hotel that work paid for. Right. My point is because of this environment we are in. This seems like a very pleasant area of the Los An- Greater Los Angeles area, right? Okay, there's a bunch of dumb restaurants. And just, like, people in T-shirts drinking coffee on benches. Anyway, the reason I set this up, I'm in the uh, elevator one night. Yeah. And Eddie Pepitone comes out of the button. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, stop pushing my face. (laughs) Don't look at me. God is dead. (laughs) Anyway, uh, this guy who had just obviously checked in for the night, uh, he looks at me and he's like, this is a weird hotel. I'm like, is he's like, I just kind of looked at him because it seems like a very chill, very boring Holiday Inn situation. Uh, he's like, kind of sketchy. 
And again, I just looked at him, to which he responded, isn't it? <laughs> and then I just went like, I don't know. I mean, it's been pretty quiet so far. And then we got to his floor, and he just shook his head and went, have a good night, man. <laughs> like I had somehow <laughs> ruined his day. Or like like he was so like, oh, my God, what a maroon, not realizing yeah. how sketchy this hotel is. Um, Maybe did you like miss some crazy hullabaloo on the lobby Maybe, or something? I don't know. I was so confused. I think if you, uh, first of all, the term maroon is racist. Uh, uh, second of all, <laughs> um, uh, second of all. Uh, That's racist? I always just thought that was Bugs Bunny mispronouncing moron. No, it, I'll get. I'll digress about the origins of that in a moment. Okay, good. Um, second of all, uh, the uh, I, I think the rule is if someone thinks a place is sketchy and you don't, yeah. you're the reason that they think it's sketchy. Oh, sure, I'm the sketchy. Yeah, yeah. Um, because apparently you're a big old racist. <laughs> also, a business um, hobo. Yeah, a business hobo. I've yeah. seen all these guys. They're like flying first class, grabbing pies off windowsills. <laughs> This place is sketchy. Yeah, they only let you take one bindle on the plane now. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. The term maroon yeah. comes from uh, taking slaves in the Caribbean, mm-hmm. and uh, when they're bad slaves, just yep. leaving them on a smaller island near you yep. to die. Oh. Um, and it implies that someone's an idiot because they haven't been in society for a while if you ever find them. Oh. Huh. Huh. Yep. So marooning... Is slave specific? Uh, yes. Huh. That's where that, that is the origin of the term. Interesting. I think it has separate pirate connotations. Sure. I mean, it's the same thing, though. Yeah. yeah. You're leaving someone on an island. So maybe like the verb is the same, and then the noun came from the slave torture. I yeah, I'm not exactly sure. But why did they use Why <clears throat> did they use that word? I don't know. I, I I don't know the etymology of it. It probably it's probably a uh, my guess would be mm-hmm. uh, as the show's official linguist, yes, <laughs> linguistic historian, yes. My guess would be that it's one of those uncertain etymological words because of the mixing of languages in the region. That's probably true. Typical, right? Ugh. And it's it's quite possibly just like a misunderstanding of a word in a different language. That is that's generally that what almost happens has yet. to be the case, yeah. right? Uh. So maybe it did come from Moron. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the Burbank Holiday Inn is apparently very sketchy. Everything in Burbank is sketchy. And uh, Eddie Pepitone flies on planes. That's, that was my week. <laughs> you don't know that. You know that Eddie Pepitone flew on a, a plane. plane. That's that could be the first time. Also, were you flying at the time? No. Maybe he just pops into a plane real quick. <laughs> I gotta to take get <laughs> Got popped into a plane real quick, <laughs> makes eye contact, takes a quick nap, yeah. feels refreshed, and then goes back to working at the airport Cinnabon, <laughs> where he definitely works. Sure. <sighs> Whoa, this this man has an ever-expanding legend. <laughs> he contains multitudes, that man. Yep. Uh, I. So, I know we're fucking around, but I'm... 100% certain that this is not the first time he's accidentally made eye contact with someone and then immediately pretended to go to sleep. Oh yeah, no, it seemed like a very practiced move. Yeah, like yeah. that is a that is a move that 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 gentleman does. <laughs> Who doesn't though? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, well, Steven just fell asleep. I guess yeah, but I was awakened by Dan rudely yeah, hitting sorry. a microphone stand <laughs> with his mug. Sorry about Put that. Put some theme song over this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I pretend to fall asleep on the bus all the time. Oh, sure. Yeah. Really? Well, not like that. Doesn't seem safe. 
That seems like you're inviting people to try and take your shit. No, I mean, I more like I sleep and then I look up, like checking to see what my stop is. I've got my headphones on, so I'm like listening to stuff. My point is I don't like interacting with other people. Having your headphones on on the bus doesn't seem safe either. Why? Seems like you're inviting people to sneak up behind you. (laughs) Sure. I'm also the show's safety consultant. Sure. <laughs> so, oh, man. so your recommendation on the bus is to mm. not wear headphones. <laughs> Keep your and eyes be wide constantly open. spinning. <laughs> yep. head, head on a swivel and just yelling and just yelling, are you attacking? Are you attacking? Are you attacking? <laughs> At all times, in every position. You want to do one 360-degree revolution and say, are you attacking at least eight times every 40 seconds. I was offered, uh, I was offered to buy a laptop computer a couple weeks ago on the bus. Oh. Did you? No. <laughs> that seems like a great way to get a good deal on a laptop. I don't think it was a good laptop. It looked very old. But how much money? He didn't. I didn't get that far in the conversation. He's like, hey, man, you want a laptop? Showed me the plastic grocery bag with a laptop in it. I said, no, thank you. <laughs> and then he moved on to someone else. You didn't even find out how much? I didn't want the laptop. <laughs> I've already explained I don't want to interact with other human but beings. But just for the curiosity, I mean, all of our listeners oh. are on the edge of their seats going, how much was that laptop It could have been a be? sick deal. I'm sure it was. You could have gotten a laptop for a sick deal. I don't want another laptop. You should buy as many, like, my, my official safety advice yes. is buy as many consumer electronics as possible on city buses. Okay. So wait, so like... So it's like always he flashed, a sick deal. He flashed the bag that the laptop was in. Well, how how did this? No, no, no. He had the laptop. Get this on his lap. <laughs> it right. was in a plastic bag. Uh-huh. So he just opened the bag casually to demonstrate there was in fact a laptop uh, in said bag. That's all. That was what kind Lenovo. of brand. Where do you think it? was? I don't know. It Maybe was like, like a, Lenovo. Toshiba? Probably a Lenovo. It was like had sort of that like thick. It was black and had sort of that like thick top. Maybe sure. situation maybe going on. A Vio? Ooh, maybe. I feel like those Ooh, are shinier, Do you shinier, think this was though. an Aren't enemy Vio of the shiny? state situation? He was trying to get oh, rid of, like, a... Maybe. Yeah, he was trying to whistleblow, Dan. <laughs> then why would he say, want to buy a laptop? <laughs> well, he's got to... you got to get something out of it. you got to get some scratch. You are losing your job since you're whistleblowing. Yeah, he has to, he has to, he has to buy a ticket to Russia first. That's like, true. Then Patrick Stewart comes on the bus, right? Because yeah. he, uh... Didn't he? Wasn't he in that? Yeah. And he was the guy who's like, that guy's bad. We have to find no, him. I th- My I nose think, is broken. I think you're thinking of uh, that that Mel Gibson. Uh, oh shit! Conspiracy theory. Oh yeah, I was also thinking of that. What you had you had convinced me of? I the- think John Voight is the bad guy in Enemy of the State. Oh Jesus! Is Hackman in that? Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Hackman is like the crazy good. paranoid good guy. Sure. I've never seen that. Movie. That like you've never seen that movie? No. It has, like, a surprise Jack Black in it. And maybe Seth Green or something. I'm sure it has Seth Green in it. (laughs) Every movie. Nope, you're thinking of the Jackal. (laughs) No, that's a different surprise Jack Black. Uh, Hilarious. And maybe Seth Green. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I feel like maybe... No, I think you're you're thinking of... uh, Damn. (laughs) There's definitely definitely a period... uh, in the, Can't hardly wait. <laughs> there was definitely a period of a couple years, though, where, like, any movie could maybe have Seth Green in it, though. Yep. Yeah. And he would just be there for, like, a minute. He'd say, yo, I gots to have sex tonight, and then he'd move on. Yes, he would always he would always play that beloved character in any film. Um, Hollywood was like, give me that guy. 
And then he took all of his experience being that guy yeah. and created a robot chicken. Yeah. To delight everyone with puppets. Puppets. With burn. having to find the remote. <laughs> oh, burn. Um, I thought you don't enjoy watching the joke, hey, you remember this thing? Now let's see what happens when it has sex with this other thing you remember? That is definitely a you robot. You love that every single time it happens? Uh, um, do you, are you familiar with the movie Can't Hardly Wait, Dan? Yeah. Okay. We watched it in our basement. Oh, yeah, because my, so here's my theory, that, like, there is, there is, once a year, yes. there is a movie about a party in high school. Yes. And only high school juniors and seniors at the time that it came out know about that movie. Yeah. But yeah. they remember it forever. Yes, that's probably true. What is yours? Ooh. You're like three years younger than us, right? Yeah, uh, oh. Van Wilder? No, probably, hmm. Ooh, I don't know. American Pie? Some sort of American, American Pie? Pie? I didn't see like those American until, like, Pie way four. later, though. I mostly watched whatever you guys were watching. Yeah, okay, so you're a, you're a bad an anomaly. Yeah. You're not really, yeah, you're not really a- American a, Pie 4, only <laughs> Eugene Levy was available. <laughs> I didn't have any agency with my pop culture consumption because we lived in the same room most of my life. You're welcome. I'm just saying that's why I'm anomaly. I'm an anomaly. <laughs> a a a anomaly. You're an anomaly. Yeah, you're, you're constantly leaving uh, surprise gifts for people around <laughs> yes. everywhere. Yes. Um, is anybody so? What's up? I I have never I have never seen an entire episode of. Any Power Rangers series, yeah. unless forced to by a siblings or by a friend's younger sibling, yeah, and probably okay. even not even whole episodes. Then. Sure, I am weirdly excited to see how they make a modern Power Rangers movie. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm very curious to see, like, because it seems what like, tone does it strike? Yeah, because the trailer made it seem like they're kind of trying to make it be like, look how cool and badass they are, but it's also still like. Weird teens and a dumb robot yeah. fighting clay men. Yeah, what but also tone does like the strike now. But also, isn't like the weird floating alien head instead just a normal human looking Breaking Bad? I mean, he still is a weird. He's still like a crazy computer head. Oh, is he? But it's Brian Cranston's head. It occurs to me that I've only overheard the trailer. I've never watched <laughs> it. Cranston sort of looks like. Uh, yeah, he just looks like a super pixelated hologram. But it's still clearly Brian Cranston. Who did they get to be the weird Rita uh, I have evil no idea. lady? I have no idea. I'm also oh, very that's right. curious. I forgot. There's a there's a wizardess. Yes. Yeah. From the moon or whatever. Yeah. yeah, she's a moon wizard. Didn't she like hatch out of an egg or something? Yeah. As <laughs> people from the moon <laughs> tend to she, do, like, Dan, for Don't a be racist. I'm literally remembering the opening of the show now where she's like screaming and explaining the entire plot of the show. <laughs> I don't uh, I don't think I've ever seen the opening of the show. Weirdly excited to see like how they do this. I am also very curious. So we're definitely going to go see Power Rangers yeah. tonight. Then, yeah. Okay. Wait, it's already it's out? out. I think. Oh no, maybe next week. Oh, I'm hoping it's going to be like Transformers One, where it's like they try pretty hard to make it serious, but then halfway through it, it's like, by the way, this is based on a dumb show to sell toys. <laughs> it does seem like that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Hope, hopefully they make they go through a lot of trouble to make it seem serious. Yes. They go through a lot of trouble to make it look like not cheesy. And then John But Voight. then they still fight like rubber slug uh Godzilla monsters. That make like stupid puns. Yeah. Yes. Do they make puns in the show? Oh yeah. Oh hell yes. <laughs> how one, how have I never watched Power Rangers? I don't know. There's like I'm a very million episodes. That you never have. There's I like just one never have. million episodes of it. 
Yeah, because there's like there's like 26 different Power Rangers. Series. How did you yeah. avoid right? it? We watch Power Rangers all the time due to our you know constant philosophy of. Even if we hate it, if it's on, yeah. we will watch it. Yeah, especially if it's on at like 4 p.m. after school. Yeah. I don't. I have never seen it. I don't understand huh. how this happened. Was I always just sitting with my back to the television playing Monkey Island? Maybe. I mean, Or I, maybe you were like upstairs uh, getting sweaty in our attic room playing the guitar. <laughs> That's true. I do get sweaty in attic rooms. I just remember any time you guys would have band practice, our room would smell terrible for the rest of the well, day. Well, it was a million degrees. <laughs> yeah, you can't blame us for, like, having an oh, attic as sorry, a practice Sorry, for the space. listener, I put band practice in air quotes. Oh, yeah, we were fucking around. Yeah. But every once in a while, there was a full band, in theory, up in that room. Oh, wait, are you just saying that it smelled because Mahoney was up there? No, yeah. it smelled when it was just the two of you noodling around, too. Oh, uh, okay. I'm just saying... We, I mean, had a, we had a like you drummer doodle. who kind of seemed like he was punk, but now kind of seems like you know, going in a weird other way. He's a white supremacist. Yeah. The, the, word, the term you're looking for is white supremacist. <laughs> oh, you guys are still like aware of him? Yeah, every once in a while. So every once in a while I see him, he's apparently happy to see me and either slaps me on the back or uh-huh. in the chest so hard it's tough to breathe for a second. Because <laughs> nice. he's a very large man. Yeah. He's basically the other character from Of Mice and Men. Oh. Um. But also a white supremacist. <laughs> Great. He's kind of like the fat one of the two uh, comic relief bully guys in Power Rangers. Yes. Except he's not fat. He's like... Just large. Yeah. Yeah. Bulk. Yeah. His name was Bulk. <laughs> his name is Bulk? How have I never watched Power Rangers? Do we know, know if there is a Bulk in the Power Rangers God, movie? there better be. That'd be amazing. I'm IMDb in this right now to find out who's Do we know if bulk. it's James Corden? <laughs> <laughs> Because now if it's not, it's going to be a disappointment. I don't know. There's, uh, James Corden was that, would actually be a Ooh, Or what if it was Brian Dennehy playing an 18-year-old <laughs> teen? He is, he is so old and haggard. That now. would be amazing, though, right? If they were like, this is Brian Dennehy as 19-year-old bully. <laughs> he is so old. and I think he had, like, strokes or something like that. Oh, and no. his face is all, like, weirdly misshapen. And he's got that, like, he's got that old guy, like, he's small now, but you could tell he used to be big look yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, like, his giant bones are starting to show through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, that's weird. <laughs> it's weird and altogether intriguing to see. Yeah. Unpleasant, but yeah. intriguing. Can the you... Red Ranger is played by a guy named Dacker Montgomery. You're getting distracted. Uh, I'm sorry. I've never seen that name so before. They, now are, that you brought But they're up. all young people, right? Yes. So they ha- it has to be like, they're mostly like like D-list pop stars and shit, right? Or Elizabeth like... Banks is Rita Repulsa? Yes. I don't yes. know who that is. Yes. Yes. Uh, who Elizabeth Banks is? Yeah. Really? She's, she's all over the place. She's the lady that when you need like a... Funny oh, woman oh, yeah. you go get? Yeah, 30 Rock in Korea. Right? Yes. Right. Yes, yeah. correct. Uh, now that you've, Out of context, sorry. Now that you've brought up big people getting old. Also, I think Bill Hader is the little robot. That is also correct. Uh, can you imagine what it's going to look like in, like, I don't know how old he is, but, like, when Dwayne The Rock Johnson gets, like, super old and, like, oh, all yeah. that bulk... All that bulk just starts to melt oh, away. Oh, my God. Imagine, like, one last ride buddy cop movies oh with old Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah. and old Shaq. Holy shit. I, 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 can, I need to get in shape so I am alive long enough to see this. Yeah. 
That All sounds right. amazing. I assume that given that I still haven't found someone playing bulk, yeah. they do not have a bulk. God damn it. There, so is, he, there is one guy named Geek and one guy named Freak. That might be it. But yeah, it's like a digital replacement for bulk and what was skull. the other one? <laughs> bulk and skull? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> I wasted my youth. You did. Uh, maybe ooh, you should ooh. be uh, cramming for this movie. Maybe. I really wait, should. Wait a minute. Hey, listeners, who wants to come watch 1,000 episodes of Power Rangers <laughs> with me uh, I so can, that I am ready for this movie? I can tell you right now that assuming Will is still in your band for the, your show. Yes? Oh, yeah. Bill Roberts? He will absolutely do that with you. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Matt Shively plays what are you doing? You're just reading IMDb pages. I just find the names in here weird. What if it's a what if it's a post credit scene where like they've already defeated all the monsters and then suddenly Brian Dennehy in a backwards hat <laughs> Bulk is the winner comes out of the rubble. I don't know why I'm obsessed with being Brian Dennehy now. <laughs> because it would be wrong not to be once we be thought amazing. of it. Brian Dennehy and like, I don't know, Flea. <laughs> yeah, I remember when he was a frequent go-to cast for One Line Henchman. Yeah. There was that movie where Charlie Sheen just drove around for two hours. Which one? Um, He was driving away from police officers. Oh, okay. Was oh. it called The Getaway? It might have been. <laughs> is that what it was called? It, there was like seven movies that were roughly the same thing then. But Flea was in it? But yeah, Flea was just like, he just like drove, he was like a monster truck driving vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> That was trying to stop Charlie Sheen from driving around. Why did that stop being a thing where random members of the Chili Peppers would just show up for like two scenes in action movies? Yeah. Right? I think it was really just Flea. Just to give... But uh, Kiedis is in Point Break and it's delightful. uh, Oh, that's right. Just to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Uh, Are you just going to read a credits? Farkas Bulk Bulkmeyer. What? uh, Is played by Paul Schreer. In the movie? Yeah. And Skull... So you was, found them. Skull was named Doc Is this Skullovich. in the movie or is this in the show? No, this is in the show. God damn it. Wait, his name was Farkas? Farkas Bulk. Farkas Bulk Bulkmeyer. Oh, so that's how he got that nickname. Sure. It's not just real on the nosy. Yeah. There was a reason for it. And where did Skull's it. name come from? Read that again. Doc Skullovich. <laughs> wait, wait, so he was a young teen bully? So this is this the origin story for a mad scientist? <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds that absolutely sounds like a Marvel villain from the 60s. I, I mean, I guess I have to become a scientist. My first name is already Doc. Dr. Skullovich. <laughs> Dr. Doc Skullovich. Yes, yes. Who names their kid Doc? Like, just Doc. Mm-hmm. I, always, I always assumed Doc was a nickname for something Maybe else. Maybe it's short for, for, like, Dockery. For people that are... That are doctors. Or Declegius. <laughs> yeah, the common first name Declegius. Yes. Right. Or, uh, I don't know, some other one. <laughs> Doc Decahedron. Yeah, Decahedron. But seriously, you should ask Will about Power Rangers. He'll tell you everything you need to know. I, th- I think I just need to watch a thousand episodes now before sure. the movie comes out either this week or next week. Sure. Yeah, you really should. That's also possible. I'm yeah, sure so- you'll really enjoy yourself. I, I'm sure. I assume that the cast of the new movie, like all the Power Rangers, are like former Mickey Mouse Club members. That, maybe like never caught on, and... or maybe the Hollywood's like we need unknowns. 
These are, these kids are going to be stars. Isn't that doesn't, doesn't that count as an unknown? I don't know. Does it anymore? Is the Mickey Mouse Club still a thing, or I have was like no idea? Justin Timberlake, the last Mickey Mouse Club member. You think he destroyed it as he left? Yeah, he just <laughs> he burned it to the ground. <laughs> he just danced it into flames yes. and then wandered out. No one will come for me. <laughs> What did the Mickey Mouse Club do during Justin Timberlake's? <laughs> I don't time know. There? I just how Same did they? Deal, right? I didn't think that. It, I thought where, it stopped existing in like the seventies. Like where? Where? Like I was aware that like these were former Mickey Mouse Club kids, yeah. but I never really thought about like was there like a show? Probably. What, what does it mean that they were? I don't. I don't. Yeah. Was there TV? Did they just hang out at Epcot and like be like, oh, look at the cool kids? Hey, kids. Don't you want to be near them? I feel like it was a show, wasn't it? Like something like, uh, like there's a like yeah. I knew that it was a show in, in like, like black and white days, yeah, but like, like but then they had it again in ninety time or eighty time, ninety time, ninety however time. old Justin Timberlake is, probably eighty time. <laughs> so, oh, so did it go away for a while and then come back? I have no idea. Why am I suddenly the expert? I don't know. You positioned yourself as the yeah, expert, and then so. you failed us. I don't know why. Yeah, you took high status in that conversation. Sorry. Remember when I claimed that I would bring information to the show? I brought that information to the show. I guess. Do you want me to look up Mickey Mouse Club on my phone and yes. waste a bunch of time? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S. I can't finish it or we have to pay for it. All right. Oh, I wasn't aware of that particular Candyman situation. Mickey Mouse Club. Let's just wait quietly. For really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was going very well. Yeah. Um, I so. Is there like was there like a like a fifth in sync that like that like <laughs> like who was like the kid that hung out with them while they all worked on the Mickey Mouse Club together and then like some record producer is like, mm, nah. Oh, you think? And he's just like. And he's just in a trailer somewhere near Jacksonville, Florida, just super bitter right now. You think he was like, you think there was some kid out there who like was no Joey Fatone? Yeah, you're no Joey Fatone, kid. Okay, so here's the, here's how it worked. The original Mickey Mouse Club ran from 1955 to 1950, 1959. Oh, that's not long. Featuring a regular but ever-changing cast of mostly teen performers. Like uh, a net Funicello. Yeah. Then reruns were broadcast on weekday afternoons during the 1958-1959 season right after American Bandstand. Then... With Annette Funicello. The show was revived from 1977 to 1979, and then airing again exclusively on Disney Channel from 1989 to 1996. So it had, like, different iterations. Uh Uh-huh. And then, I'm sure if I scroll down this Wikipedia article, it'll say Justin Timberlake murdered all of the young Mickey Mouse Club members, <laughs> Except for the ones the that were in sync, in, in sync or Backstreet Boys or whatever. Yeah. I'm basically assuming that that one flashback scene from the new Star Wars is what happened to the Mickey Mouse hey, Club. Hey, do you think that do you think that the rest of the Mickey Mouse Club is still locked in the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? Oh, shit. You think he just, you think he just put a chain on the door as he walked out for the last time? Well, what probably happened is he locked them in the vault with all of the... Oh, uh, right. Oh, the Disney vault, yeah. And then he, Britney uh. Spears, and Christina Aguilera started the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. <laughs> and, yeah. This makes sense. Yeah, this yeah. is a good origin story. Yeah, it does. Whew. You know how we call ourselves have, mutants? Do they have evil Mickey in the Mouse name? Club kids? Uh, they did back in the 60s, yeah. <laughs> Why would you name yourself that? I don't know, because people were <laughs> people were more open-minded. Not open-minded, more About op- evil back then. More open about their intentions back then. Uh, but, like, but, like, weren't they just trying to, like, 
They're trying to embrace Look, the man. fear that humanity has held them in. Yeah, it seems like it seems like it it negates their own their own point of view. Look, the more nuanced elements of Magneto's personality did not show up right away. This is not something that's unprecedented. Don't you remember when like, you know, North Korea and like Iran they they got together, they called themselves the Axis of Evil. Yeah, and remember how the and George actual- George Bush like just uh, faithfully reported right. on that. And let's not forget, the actual name of North Korea is the Democratic Republic of Evil Korea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <sighs> Kim Jong-doom rules over Evil Korea. <laughs> oh my god. I North Korea can never fail as a state. No. <laughs> that, that family line needs to exist long enough. That there is a leader named Kim Jong-un. I'm sorry, North Koreans. <laughs> yeah, this... I'm sorry, this is going to suck for you for generations to come. But eventually, one will be named Kim Jong-un. Yeah. This has, like, futuristic American propaganda film all over it. <laughs> hey, so... Uh... I would absolutely watch, like, Captain America from the year 3000 fighting Kim Jong-un. <laughs> We're definitely going to war with North Korea, like, tomorrow, right? I mean, maybe not tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, everyone's going to be busy watching that Power Rangers yeah, movie tomorrow. Rex Tillerson seems antsy. He does seem antsy, that's true. <laughs> seems like he's seems like he, he doesn't know what the holdup is. Why aren't we fighting this country that has no ability to fight back? <laughs> it's weird. They represent absolutely no threat to anyone except for people that live on those barrier islands on the Korean side of Japan. Right. Why aren't we fighting them? <laughs> Look, maybe he's just uh, maybe the maybe here's the strategy. He tells them we're going to war. They fire all. No, 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 no. The Trump administration doesn't do that. They don't tell people. Oh, the that's plans. right. That's right. Okay, <laughs> they convince them quietly that they're going to war. North Korea fires all of their missiles. Most of them don't hit their targets. Then they don't have missiles anymore. Peace in our time. <laughs> a decent plan i mean especially if they don't even have time to attach warheads to them sure (laughs) that's what it is we make them so worried (laughs) that war has already started that they don't bother to arm (laughs) their missiles could we do do we even need to do we even need we just make a like a propaganda film right like it's like a it's like a canadian bacon style thing here oh i see sure yeah we don't even need to do anything they're just like we just shoot them some fake some fake news reports, and they just start firing inert rockets wildly in every direction. So we just send them a broadcast of CNN. Oh, oh, burn. oh stop doing that with your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe the problem is that Tillerson is patient. Maybe you should play Rita Repulsa. I should. Ah, for a thousand years. I, I don't remember what she says. It's hilarious. Kind of sound like the. Uh, Cobra snake yeah, guy. Yeah, it did. Cobra commander? Yeah. It did. I apologize. Um, I was actually thinking of the snake guy. You know, that Egyptian snake guy? Oh, Serpentor. Yeah. <laughs> See, now I feel like you really should watch Power Rangers so you can float in all the dumb crap from that show. I really should. To mix in with that G.I. Joe stuff. So, um, I've recently decided uh, that, so I was talking to a young person. Yes. A youth uh, of our uh, nation. How young? Oh, yeah. That's important. Like, like, in this instance, it doesn't matter, but in this instance, like, 22, 23. Okay. All right. So I was talking to a young person. There were other young people there. Yes. By young people, I mean anyone that's more than, like, four years younger than me. Yeah, sure. Um, Dumb people. Stupid. Oh, no, no, no. I, I make no value judgment. They just know, they just know different things than I do. Sure, know. yes. 
Um, that's what I meant by dumb. I discovered... That's probably what most people usually mean by dumb. I discovered yeah. that they know different things that I know. Yeah. When someone made a reference, I said, what the hell is that? And yeah. they said, that's a pretty common thing from Harry Potter, dummy. Oh, sure. And I was like, Harry what? Yeah. So, And then they um, started bleeding out of their <laughs> eyes and nose. <laughs> uh, it, it, it wasn't... I mean, I know I, I knew what Harry Potter was. Sure, I was familiar with the franchise. But you like uh, you like to poke that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stoke the flames. So I'm, now I have uh, now I've been forced to by the fact that someone knew about something that I didn't know about. Yeah, uh, watch every Harry Potter film like in like a four day stretch. Ooh, good luck. I mean, no, I, I'm done. Oh, I, well, I, I'm I mean, I'm only this halfway scenario, through this this the last one. But this isn't even something where you're connecting to the youth. No, this is just a thing that like everybody watched or consumed. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm just upset that someone knew something that I didn't. <laughs> sure. And now I'm watching eight not very good movies. My wife, right. uh, friend of the show. Yeah, my wife. Dan's wife. Dan's wife. I thought. Oh, wait, I don't remember how that works. Friend of the show, Dan's wife. <laughs> Wasn't Dan's wife me playing my wife? Oh. Friend of the show, I Dan. I, of, didn't, I didn't realize that those two <laughs> character and persons. It doesn't matter. Anyway, my wife is literally reading those books now specifically because she said, and I quote, I'm sick of not getting half of pop culture references. Yep, that, that's exactly what I'm doing. So, yeah, but this is my problem. Now i got to go read the fucking book. I thought the movies no, would be sufficient. No, it, it is they not. are not sufficient at all because we are also watching the movies as she finishes the books to see how they did, and they are... Pretty bare bones. So yeah, in their adaptations I, I, of those books. Well, they're all very long too. The books, the movies, both. And that's the that's what surprised me. Like we just watched the fifth one, and I was surprised that despite the movie being like two and a half hours long, they still didn't seem to really cover anything. <laughs> yeah, like the the third or fourth one. Uh, I think the 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 one with a cup that shoots fire in Harry Potter's. Yeah, um, the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> like. That one's like that movie's like three, like hours, three hours fucking long. long. Nothing happens. Yeah, yeah he like, fights a dragon and then that kid dies. That's spoilers, Dan. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I said that kid. You don't know, but like, well, I, I, I hope just, you enjoy reading all of Harry's internal thoughts about how I don't want to burden everyone else with this very important information that affects all of society. Yeah. Yeah, I I do get the impression that he's a bit of a wang. Yeah, he's kind of a wang. This pretty much no book that has a plot that wouldn't decrease the size of the book by about half if Harry just told the near omnipotent head of his school <laughs> the problem immediately. Um, uh, it also seems it's like it's a matter of trust, Michael. <laughs> it also seems like it also seems like that that's like a. There's like a cultural artifact in there from that having been written in England yes. and for English children. <laughs> sure, oh, like, like don't like, mm, don't I, go bother your headmaster, children. <laughs> yeah, he has important work to do. I don't want to bother an adult with this. Yes. Uh, there's um, nothing. There's nothing in the Harry Potter world that wouldn't have been solved if Harry had just been exposed to Pink Floyd's The Wall early on <laughs> and lost respect for his this elders. Is, this is what happens when you don't have... <laughs> this is what happens when you don't have a father to drink oh. a little too much on a Friday night right. and get like and get reminisce and weepy about it and make you listen to Pink Floyd's The Wall. Oh my god. <laughs> I love the idea that like that was that is what was holding Harry back all along is just no one introduced him. Yeah. Step the fuck up, David Gilmore. You could have fixed this. Oh, that's so funny. Um I uh, yeah, I, I 
Harry seems kind of like a wang. He's kind of a I've, wang. I've yeah. chosen. I've chosen to identify with Hermione. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah, she's the one that has like actual smart ideas. She's she's like, what if we solve this problem? That's usually her role in the, yeah. in the story. Is what if we just <laughs> what if we just solved everything right now instead of you being a butthead? Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. Uh, I like to I like to view that's my classic Hermione. Hey, yeah. butthead! Hey. That's, that's a classic quote. <laughs> yes. Her catch, Hello, catchphrase. Hello, McFly. Her catchphrase. Hey, butthead. <laughs> I I like to uh. I, like, I like to view myself as a no nonsense utilitarian twelve year old girl wizard. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I can't remember which book it was. There was one book where my wife was literally like, "I feel like the staff of this school probably know what's going on, and they are." Putting a lot of kids in harm's way by not stepping in. It, is it possible? It does seem like the school is basically designed to, to be like kill a death children. Trap. Oh yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> like that. School is absolutely uh uh like an X Men mansion where every room is the danger room. Yeah. <laughs> the entire grounds are the danger room. Yeah, it's it's like hey. Walk up some stairs. Now the stairs are going to change and throw you <laughs> down eighty feet to a stone floor below. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Like, the stairs are designed to kill you. Right. Yeah. Also, the forest that is in no way fenced in is full of murderous creatures <laughs> no who wonder, will murder you. Yeah, no wonder they have to No wonder they have to populate their school by kidnapping orphans. Right? <laughs> yeah, I never no, really thought no about... No one with caring parents would let their <laughs> child go there? Yeah, the subtext here, like, what, what none of the teachers really come out and say is this school is designed... <laughs> To kill the weak <laughs> and create a race of super wizards. I mean, that's but why Voldemort giving, wanted the school. But yeah, without giving too much away for your wife, who is apparently not done with it yet. Sure, that's pretty much the that was pretty much the origins of the school, at least to one dude. <laughs> yeah, and like. It seems like that dude succeeded. I don't know what Voldemort yeah, wants more to happen. Like he's, it's. His. I, I was still unclear. As like, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I have not. I've not. I've only seen half of the last movie. Uh-huh. Um. So <laughs> there's still maybe a thing that can be, be spoiled. Except for here's what's going to happen. I'm pretty sure here's how the last movie ends. Oh, these Horcrux things. Um. Let's just. Let's just skip ahead, have found most of them, and all of a sudden Hermione will know how to destroy them. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> probably a good bet. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that movie, but that's probably a good bet. Yeah. Um, but, I also haven't seen that movie. I've, I've, I've read every book except for the last one, and then I sort of cobbled together what happens in it, and I have no interest in finishing. Great. And then I, I don't know how many of the movies I saw. I can't tell whether I've seen any given movie. Just because they're all sort of this gobbledygook of uh, okay, <laughs> some of them have Rafe finds in them. Some of them, some of them don't. That's how you know which movies you've seen. Oh. It's true. It's very true. Also, uh, Gary Oldman. Yeah, right. But only a few of them. Spoiler alert. <laughs> because he retires to a tropical island. Yes, and lives happily. Yes, yes. that's what I assume. Yes, also. But the British government is still trying to poison him. Yeah, sure. Also, he... Uh, that is- might be Napoleon and not Harry Potter. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of a Napoleon. He went to America and became the one good cop in the broken city of Gotham. Uh, that's it. He learned his lesson after he was the crazy <laughs> drugged out cop in France. Yeah, he, is, he has earned himself bit parts in a lot of big series. He has. I don't actually... Did Leon the Professional take place in France? Great question. Yes. Okay. I mean, they spoke French. I couldn't French. remember. They spoke French. They were in Paris the entire time. Right. I love Gary Oldman. Good job, Gary. Way to go, Gary. Way to go. 
Way to go, Gary. Way to go. Way to go, Gary. Way to go. What do you have going on in your life? Uh, professionally, entertainment-wise, what do you plug you something? Me or Gary Oldman? <laughs> yeah, uh, Dan, can you do plugs for Gary Oldman? Sure. Let me check his IMDb page. <laughs> One second. In the meantime, uh, Stephen, what do you have going on? If you put this episode up sometime before I don't know, let's say six twenty-seven. PM uh, and you're getting to this point. Six twenty seven PM tomorrow? Tomorrow. Okay. You still have time to get to the Phoenix Theater to see me <laughs> in late nights Minneapolis. I'll be Maybe there. Eddie Pepitone will be there. I'll what? be there. No, Dan will be oh. there. I'm like Eddie Pepitone now by association, right? Yeah, <laughs> you are Eddie Pepitone. He went to sleep after looking at you. You have his cranky powers. Oh, nice. At least while he's sleeping. Oh, do you think he didn't fall asleep, but he passed out because you were absorbing yes. his powers? Yes. Oh, my God. He is the You're Carol. You're like Eddie the, Pepitone's Angela Merkel. He is the Carol Danvers of... Uh, or that. Of uh, cranky comedians. <laughs> um, or you can also see me in Late Nights Minneapolis, 730 at the Phoenix Theater on April 9th oh. for our last show of the season. Oh. Nice. Seasons on uh, Late Nights work a lot like seasons on this show. We do shows until we're done doing shows. Yeah. We say the season's over. Yeah. Uh, and then we start new shows and <clears throat> say the season's back. But we'll take we'll take some time away from the stage to really find ourselves. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Is there a defined take, time away from the stage? I don't or remember. Or do you also do seasons like all of television seems to now? Yeah. I think it's more like that now. Um, uh, we gotta, But we got to wander in the woods, uh, find, befriend, and... Uh, befriend and impart wisdom upon a little girl that's been in the same, uh, been in the same weapons, human weapons trial program as us. <laughs> Gary Oldman's I mean, not in that movie. <laughs> 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 he was like, Gary Oldman's not in Logan. Why are we talking about this? He is, though, going to be in something called The Hitman's Bodyguard. Huh. <laughs> uh, or maybe it's already out. I don't know. Oh. But he is going to be in something, unless it's already out called The Darkest Hour, in which he plays beloved uh, early 20th century racist Winston Churchill. <laughs> early 20th century racist. That's I mean, all. It's probably also racist in the 19th Wait, century. Wait, Gary Oldman plays Winston Churchill? Yes. He's getting older now. He can pull that off. I suppose. Is it like a young I mean, Winston Churchill? Can Gary Oldman's frame carry Winston Churchill? <sighs> Do you want me to show Is you? Is he just wearing Winston Churchill's skin like oh, a puppet? Oh, my God. Do you want me to show you a picture of what I assume is Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill? Sure. All right. You can't show the listeners. Well, all right. Uh, we'll play the theme song here. <laughs> here look, look at that chin. Oh. Look at that presumably latex chin. Oh, yeah. That's a Churchill chin. Yeah. Everybody, look up the web address, imdb.com slash question mark AX9 exclamation point Q. Oh boy! I assume till day, till day, till day, till day, till day, till day. It also has John Hurt as Neville. Chamberlain. Accent marks five dollars, but you only need the urge. <laughs> oh boy, Dan, do you have anything going on? No. What What else does Gary Oldman have going on? That's pretty much. I mean, if we're if we're thinking if we're talking twenty seventeen. Oh, I'm sorry. He's in a video game called Squadron Forty Two. Oh shit! As Admiral Ernst Bishop. It's just called Squadron, and it's the forty first sequel. Oh boy. That'd be rough. I don't think that's true. It's probably not true. It might be, though. I don't and know. You it's... can always see me Ooh, at the 41st creepy... sequel. I'm going into Sorry. my plug now. He's got a creepy, like, Uncanny Valley <laughs> digital <laughs> character in the video game. Your phone didn't flip oh, the picture. Sorry. Look at that shit. Oh, yeah. That's a weird digital Gary Oldman. 
That, uh, ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Digital people are weird. Look that up online, too. Yeah, or play it. the theme song here. <laughs> you know, see me at the Galactic Pizza Comedy Open Mic every Thursday night at 10 o'clock, sign up at 9.30, you'll have a blast off. Uh, what? Sorry, what? Uh, I said you could always see me at Galactic Pizza Comedy Open Mic. Well, the last part? Just the last part? You'll have your blast. Laugh your blast off! Oh, oh yeah. yeah, now it seems fun. Yeah. <laughs> Before, I wasn't, I wasn't even thinking about going no me neither but now that i know that now my blast might get laughed off i am literally going to put all of my most treasured possessions into a rag Ooh, tie okay. that rag to a stick hey. and move into the galactic pizza uh <laughs> restaurant to make sure i never miss one nice i'm wow, sure they will not have a problem with that they might not <laughs> <laughs> if i can get down in the basement they might not notice i'm there <laughs> do you, do you, uh, that is possible there is a part of the basement that i don't know where it goes Oh, spooky. To my hobo apartment. <laughs> it's possible. Maybe you could make it your hobo apartment. Actually, I assume there are like, you know, uh, kegs that get hooked up to things back there. Oh, sure. So- In my hobo apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you think it's bad that I basically in great detail mapped out the yeah. basement of galactic there's gonna pizza. be a keg heist oh no i'm thinking i'm thinking heist movie starring gary oldman Absolutely. Uh, the lady killers 2 under the galactic pizza <laughs> gary oldman wasn't in that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i assumed all the original lady killers died in the first movie oh actually they kind of did <laughs> oh really yeah. spoilers dad <laughs> sorry <laughs> at least gary oldman's okay yeah oldman's thank goodness he wasn't in that movie <laughs> I, I need every movie spoiled for me as soon as I find out about it to make sure that Gary Oldman's okay at the end. <laughs> but did Gary Oldman die? What? Did Gary... In Cars 3? <laughs> Car in Through the Desert? No, I don't think Gary Oldman died. Oh, man. All right, well, we better end this episode quick before, before Gary Oldman dies in this episode. Shows up, yeah. And then dies. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Now we have to name every episode we ever make Gary Oldman doesn't die. Yeah. How could the show be bad? Boilers. Did you say boilers? I said spoilers. <laughs> Just play the theme song here. <laughs> fuck your, fuck your, fuck your, fuck your theme song. Theme song. Theme song. Theme song. Theme song. Theme song. How could the show be bad? Host Mike Linden. Co host Steve Montenegro. A good theme song. A good theme song. Ah, good theme song. Great theme song.